0: You're listening to the Make It British podcast. I'm Kate Hills and I'm on a one woman mission to save UK manufacturing. In 2008, I gave up my 20 year career as a fashion buyer because I was disillusioned with how much was being sourced overseas and I set out to uncover some of the amazing businesses that are still making in the UK. Since founding Make It British, I've discovered that there is not only still tons of manufacturing taking place in Britain, but that it's a thriving industry. I invite you to join me each week when I'll be chatting to inspiring British-made brands and UK manufacturers and offering advice to product-based businesses that make in the UK. So with no further ado, let's get on with the show. And welcome to episode number 233 of the Make It British podcast. So today's episode is going to be a short one, but a goodie because I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite topics which is email marketing and what the one thing is that you're probably not doing with your email marketing. But before we get onto that, I just want to remind you that next week if you're listening to this podcast just as it goes out on the 9th of August, We're going to be doing a YouTube live show. In fact, it's going to be every week, every Tuesday at 1pm. And next week is the week, the first time that we go live on YouTube. So what could go wrong, I wonder? I've got some really good guests coming on the show on Tuesday live. So please do, if you can, come along live, support them because they're being very brave because they're going out as the first guests on my new YouTube live show that I'm doing. And it's happening at 1pm on Tuesday the 9th of August. It is obviously going to be recorded, so you will be able to watch the catch up and you'll also be able to listen to it on the podcast if all goes well. But if you do come along to the actual live recording, you'll also be able to ask questions of our guests. So do try and come along if you can. It will be great to see you there. So today, let's talk about email marketing and what the one thing is that you're probably not doing in your email marketing, and that is sending enough emails. Now, I know this because I speak to a lot of our British brand accelerator clients and the members of Make It British. And when I ask people, when did you last send an email to subscribers of your newsletter or your mailing list? They look at me horrified and kind of basically can't remember when they last sent an email for the most part not everyone but I do find in general there's a resistance to actually finding the time to send an email to people that have generally opted in and want to hear more from you because if they are on your list it's because they actually believe it or not they've given you their email address and they want to hear more from you so why aren't you getting in contact with them Email marketing seems to be one of those areas that just gets pushed aside in favor of other things when you're a small business, whether you're a brand making products in the UK or whether you're a manufacturer. But you probably spend quite a bit of time on social media every week, or maybe a member of your team does. But when it comes to the stats, various studies have shown that for every pound you put into email marketing you get 40 pounds back and it's like a 40 to one ratio. There's a lot of reports that have said that and you probably can't say the same thing of social media, particularly when once you've got into the habit of actually sending emails, it should take you less time you're spending on social media and a lot of the things that you do on email you could actually repurpose for your social media posts and vice versa I always think of social media as the place where conversations happen in the direct messages in the comments where you actually hear from your audience and you have a two-way conversation with them but once you get them onto your email list they're much more likely to buy from you that's the place where the sales happen so if you're not sending enough emails you're probably missing out on sales Now, I think there's four reasons why people don't send enough emails. And the first one is that they just think they're going to piss people off and that people will unsubscribe if they send too many emails. But the thing is, you won't know that if you're not sending enough emails. You won't know whether people are getting upset and whether they're going to unsubscribe. And all you can do is test it and try. Try sending a few more emails than you would normally and if your unsubscribe rate starts to shoot up, then yes, they're probably telling you that they don't want to hear from you so much. And that's why people are opting out. But you won't know until you try it. And the average unsubscribe rate, according to MailChimp, is 0.27% for an e-commerce business. So if you find your unsubscribe rates are lower than that, well, then you're doing something right. And actually, it's sometimes better to to have people unsubscribe, because those are the people that aren't really interested in you anyway. They would have unsubscribed at some point. So I would not use the reason that you're worried that a 0.2% of your audience is gonna unsubscribe because you're gonna send a newsletter. Think of it the other way in the amount of people that might actually buy from you if you send a newsletter rather than those people who are gonna unsubscribe who were never really your typical ideal customer anyway. And the other thing is people aren't gonna unsubscribe if you send them great and useful content, which moves quite nicely onto the next reason why people always say they don't send that many emails And that's because you might worry that you're going to come across too salesy, particularly at the moment when for everyone money is tight and they don't constantly want sell, sell, sell pushed down their throat. But your emails that you send don't have to always be salesy, especially if you're sending them more regularly because you're not so desperate for that sale because you haven't sent a newsletter for six months. And the only reason you're sending one is because you're really desperate to bring some cash in and then it's going to come across as desperate. Whereas if you're sending more useful and educational emails, and then occasionally you send a sales email, people are not going to get so upset because they've already gelled with you because they've read those emails from you that they find really useful. So that could be inspiring content, educational content. What is it your audience is interested in that relates to the products that you sell or what you make that you can talk about? Can you show them behind the scenes in your business? Can you talk about where your products are made? You know I love that one. Think about what your audience is interested in. What is the common thread that holds them all together that is the reason why they buy your products? Maybe your product is for people who like to travel. So could you include in your newsletter travel tips, places to go? I think the reason a lot of us have the idea that emails are just about sell 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 is because subconsciously the emails that you're getting in your inbox that are upsetting you and pissing you off are the ones that are exactly that they're just always talking about a discount and their products quite often it's from somewhere where you bought one product from them they added you to their list and then they're spamming you every single day with another offer another deal another new product Whereas the ones that you actually enjoy opening are those ones that don't come quite as often, but they have something in them that is interesting that you actually probably end up clicking through to. Maybe you bookmark it. Maybe you even download it and save it for later to read later. Whereas the product emails that are just product, 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 sell, 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 No one wants to receive those. So just think, what is it in your inbox that you enjoy receiving and make your newsletters and your emails more like that? And then you won't come across as salesy and you won't be upsetting your audience. And then hopefully you won't be getting those unsubscribes either. The next reason that a lot of people give for not sending emails that regularly or even worse, not sending them at all is they just don't have the time. And I completely get that. It's just one more thing to go on your to-do list along with all those posts on social media and making sure that your product arrives when you need it to arrive. And designing more product, just keeping a track of everything else in your business and doing events and shows and just all these things you've got going on and newsletters and emails just slip down the list. Now, you may be in that instance tempted to outsource it to someone else. You might get an offer for your web developer, maybe will offer to outsource it to their agency and they'll do your newsletter for you. Or you may be tempted to give it to a junior person or an intern or someone that's working with you. I would say don't do that because... Your email is the way you communicate with the people that are interested in you. Just like your social media, it's the voice you're putting out to the people that are interested in your business. And if you're a small business, it's much better if it's personal and it's coming from you and it's got your tone of voice all too often I get an email from a business where I know it's been written by someone in an agency that doesn't know that business because that is when you get those salesy feeling emails that are just product and they have nothing interesting to say and they don't have a point of view. So if you can't find the time or you don't feel you can find the time to write an email, I would urge you to just carve aside maybe some time that you would have spent on writing an Instagram post or doing something else on social media or even designing a new product. Maybe just carve out an hour or two and get an email together. And the best tip I have here is to create a template and a format that you have for every single time you send your email. And most email sending programs have this, pretty much all of them, I think. You save a template. Once you've done it, it gets so much quicker every time you send a newsletter or an email after that. So have that template design. You could get an agency to do the template design for you. uh, But a lot of the programs already have out of the box ones that you can choose. Have a format for it. And it's so much easier just to slot in the content. And it can also fit in around what you are putting out on social media. It doesn't have to be completely reinventing the wheel every time you write a newsletter. It could be a blog post that you've written for your website that you then include in your newsletter as well. So if you would nothing after listening to this email, other than put a time in your diary to block out an hour or two hours to write the next email to your list and block that out regularly, whether that is weekly, monthly, fortnightly. Which brings me on to the final reason that I hear that people say is the reason they've not sent an email. And that is that they just haven't sent one for ages. They've got out of the habit of it and they don't really know how to restart again because it's been so long since they sent an email, they just don't even know where to start. And I think the best thing to do in this instance is to send an email that reengages with your audience. Be honest with them. You've not heard from me for a while. This is why. This is what I've been doing. This is our story. This is what our business is about. Don't make the next email that you send if you haven't contacted them for a very long time something that is selling, but make it more of a story about your business. You can then repurpose that same email that you've written and have that as a welcome sequence you send to everyone that joins your list. And if you haven't got a welcome sequence for people that are joining your list, then make sure you do have. So that when they join your list the first thing they get is something that says hello this is us this is all about our business maybe you've got two or three of those that you send them when they first start so that every person that joins your list feels welcome on your list and also that the first email they get is not one which is a sale or just a selling email because that way they've got a good first impression from you the first time they get an email from you. So I know the million dollar question here that you're going to be thinking now is, Kate, how often should I be sending an email then? Well, that totally depends. And I know that's not the answer you want to hear. It's how long is a piece of string? It totally depends on various different aspects. Firstly, what feels right for you? What feels doable for you? If once a month, It feels like it's more than you can handle and that's just enough, which would be 12 emails a year. That's just 12 emails in a year. Then just make it once a month, especially if you've only been sending them once every six months or you've not been sending them at all up until now, then make it once a month. Or once a fortnight, that would be 24 in a year. I think that's a really good amount if you've not been sending them before, to send them once a fortnight. It gives you the opportunity to send two different types of email every month. Maybe one of those is a storytelling, information-related email, and the other one is something more related to your products and getting them to buy something. Or maybe you want to send them weekly and you have a regular spot, and that is the important thing here, regular and consistent whatever you choose to do make it regular and consistent that way people come to expect it from you and they don't get a surprise when they suddenly get an email out of the blue because it is usually those emails that are totally out of the blue that get the unsubscribes it's like where's this person come from i don't remember joining their list Whereas if you're sending them regularly, you can also start testing things like which subject lines do they like? Which emails are the ones that are getting more unsubscribed? Are they the selling emails or are they the more educational, informative emails? So whatever you do, just make sure you're sending them consistently. And if you're listening to this thinking, Kate, I'm all right. I've got my email marketing absolutely nailed. Regular, consistent, tons of sales coming from it. Brilliant. So whether you're that person or whether you've not sent an email for ages and you're going to start getting on board with your email marketing. Now, having listened to this episode, I would love to be on your list. There you go. That's something to keep you accountable. Add podcast at makeitbritish.co.uk to your email newsletter list so that I can see that you've taken note of this podcast and you're taking action and you're starting to send emails more regularly. And I will tell you honestly, if I think you're sending too many, you'll get a reply from me. There's a challenge. And if you're looking for a little bit more inspiration on how to send really good email newsletters, I'd highly recommend David Hyatt's book, which is Do Open, How a Simple Email Newsletter Can Transform Your Business. And that's by David Hyatt, who's the founder of Hyatt Denim and he sends great emails and his book is really good. I'll pop the link for that in the show notes for the podcast. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Make It British podcast. Before I go, I just want to remind you that on the 8th of October, we've got the Make It British Forum, which is a live in-person event at Hatfield House just outside of London. You can find out all about it and get your tickets at makeitbritish.co.uk forward slash forum. So I hope to see you there. Thank you for listening to the Make It British podcast. I make an episode every Friday, plus there's bonus episodes occasionally. Many of the interviews that you hear on series four of this podcast are also available to watch on our YouTube channel. You can find it by going to youtube.com forward slash Make It British LTD. That's Make It British with the letters LTD. Bye bye.